one podcast. Mining the Magic the Gathering community for salt. This is the Howling Salt Mine. It's the Howling Salt Mine. The Howling Salt Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Howling Salt Mine podcast, the podcast where we delve into those salty, salty minds of the Magic the Gathering community. We find the saltiest stories, the saltiest posts, the salty confessionals that we love. We put them in our mind cart and we bring them right back up to you, our dear prospectors at home. As always, I'm your host, Sam, and I'm joined today by my singular co-host, Mike. Say hey, Mike. Hello. Yep. Tony's not here because we're shit at scheduling. And yep. I think his work made him fly to St. Louis at like very last minute. So, yep. We've done it again, folks. We've lost Tony. Yeah. <laughs> He's fallen <laughs> off of the cart. We cannot find him. Yeah. <laughs> and there is someone else in the cart. But before that, we got to shout out our $69 patrons. That's right. We expanded our Patreon. And now we have shout outs that we do at the start of the episode. So we got to shout out our four patrons at our nice tier Accidental TPK, Prime Speaker Florian, Yaf Judge, and Hephaestus Bolts. Love you guys. You guys are awesome. It's what it's all about. Thanks for helping us make this happen. Smooches. (laughs) 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 And without further ado, there's another person in the minecart today, and uh, it's not Tony. We actually have a special guest with us today. Uh-oh. <laughs> my close friend. Uh-oh. <laughs> my close buddy and and fellow we live like we're almost neighbors, man. Like pretty much. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's Alan from Mental Misplay. Sup, Alan? What's up, guys? It's good to be here. This is not the first or second podcast we've done. We've done them live in the car. So this is a much different <laughs> setting. This is much different than the traditional car cast that we've done before. So I'm very excited about this. Yeah, we were talking about this uh, before you jumped on, Alan, and we were like, it's very fitting that Tony isn't here because you have hung out with me and Mike a bunch <laughs> and you've never, ever met Tony. <laughs> nope. Like sometimes we'll all get together at a local uh, gaming store and, and Michael drive down from Boston and, and Alan and I will drive up from Rhode Island and we all hang. And this is all when Tony was in like Michigan already. So he's, yep. he's never around. Then we went to Philly together and had our big, awesome road trip coming back. And of course, Tony wasn't there for that. So sorry, Tony. Sometimes I see pictures of the three of you and I'm like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> there's, a, there's a third one? Who, who is that guy? No, 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 no love lost to Tony, though. You guys put on a good show for sure. We do have this streak of Tony just not being there for things. Like it just yep. happened again with Commander Sealed. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it is because we're going to East Coast stuff somewhat. And he's, you know, not dude, Michigan Coast, but... is in the Eastern Standard Time Zone. <laughs> Fair enough. That's my argument. Fair enough. No elaboration needed. So here's the question. I mean, I don't know if this is forward facing information. Y'all are going to be at at uh, summit. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, baby. Are all three of you going Absolutely. to be Absolutely. Yeah. Tony's going to be there. So you get to actually. You get I will to get to meet Tony. Tony. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you finally get to meet Tony. Even Nick, our mythical fourth pod member. Wow. Will also be there. Yeah. yeah. It's a rare occurrence. <laughs> it's very rare. 
<laughs> it's very rare, mostly because uh, Mike and I don't allow them to come to conventions. We're we're very it's, oh that's, wow that's our okay. Sam and Mike special time. And yeah, you know. <laughs> we don't let Tony come because we know he'll get us canceled. Yeah, oh, nice. So. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and you had me on uh, <laughs> you guys invited me out here well, only um, in an edited format yeah it's a, it's okay, a highly right. edited show right so if it's li- in live and in person it's real dangerous I yeah exactly <laughs> that's the that's the challenging shit <laughs> yeah well if folks don't know alan has a fantastic youtube series he's got an awesome twitch channel and it's a lot of like i think you started with with cdh ramp gang down in in new york city and it's kind of grown and blossomed into just a really fun EDH hangout spot, both casual play, budget play, and CDH play. There's a whole long origin story. It's It takes way too long to tell. But basically, before the pandemic, was playing like Kitchen Table Commander and did the arms race with my buddies and ended mm-hmm. up playing CEDH. And the Ramp Gang is what we ended up calling ourselves because there was a fellow who had a playmat that said Ramp or Die on it. And that became a <laughs> philosophy of how we should be playing. And from there, it evolved into us going to events and playing in like, first they were the GPs, the Grand Prix, and then they were Magic Fests. And we would go to those and we would play the CEDH events. And it evolved from there. I started an Instagram account just with like Ramp Gang stuff on it and got brought into a chat. And that chat group brought me into another chat group of much more ribald uh participants people who were a little less scrupulous about their jokes is that Mm. the group that i'm in right now yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just like wild memes and little videos all day man it's nonstop. (laughs) for a long time it was mostly magic focused but uh but from that group before the pandemic we would hang out and we would this is before spell table we would play over skype Uh, And we would have Skype games like pretty regularly. And then through the pandemic, we would just be on Skype literally nightly. And it was like uh, Viking of Honor, Modanon, uh, Commander Guru, uh, this fellow Will, uh, or um, his name is... Jeez, oh, I'm such a piece of shit for not remembering the How fucking. How could you, dude? Uh, really? Nilbog. He went by Nilbog, which is goblin backwards. Um, oh, oh, wow. I like it. So like Nilbog, uh, and he's out of England or somewhere around there. And uh, we would play every night. And one day, you know, in the pandemic, we were like, let's go fucking live. And I did a stream and it just. <laughs> It's just taken off from there and the channel has evolved from like specifically like CEDH, CEDH, CEDH to I kind of go back and forth. I try to walk with a uh, truck, try to walk with a foot in both worlds uh, of Mm -hmm. CEDH and casual. Yeah, we do the same. Yeah. And then uh, not last year's Vegas, not the the Magic 30 Magic Con, but the Vegas event they did the year before that. I didn't go because it was still in the middle of the fucking bad times. Mm -hmm. And I had this idea one night I was in the shower and I was like, you know, all the thoughts are going through the brain. And I had that (laughs) one of those light bulb moments where I was like, oh, I'm going to show up with a selfie stick and a microphone and start doing live coverage of events and run around like Billy on the street, like an absolute animal. And uh, I started doing that and it got noticed. So I'm doing that a little bit more now, too. So it's uh, thank you for recognizing it. And uh, yeah, yeah, dude, for for those of you who don't know. Yeah. Alan Mental Misplay. And that's uh, you can catch me at events running around with a bright shirt and a selfie stick. Or you (laughs) can catch me on my channel playing (laughs) or other people's channels as well. I've gotten more and more people telling me they notice they're like, oh, yeah, I saw you on YouTube or whatever. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) 
cool. yeah, it's it's funny, man. I I've definitely told you this story before, but uh, I don't think I've mentioned it on the pod. But like before, I even got into like following magic content creators in like a serious way, and obviously, well before I became one myself, I followed like four people on Instagram that were magic accounts, and one was you. <laughs> One was actually Prime Speaker Florian, who's our $69 patron. <laughs> Shout out. And then <laughs> Flo and then is it was, also in that in that chat. Flo is banging oh, that yeah, chat. Yeah, yep. I know. And then it was um moderately anonymous MTG and then Tefiri's first barber, yep. uh, who's also a homie and, and, a, and a good buddy of the show. So just super funny. And then I remember it was like I started the Howling Salt Mine. We were like in our infancy, and you had something where you went to a local gaming store near both of us because like we said we live very close together i'd message you and i was like oh shit are you at this gaming store and you were like yeah are you local and i was like yeah we were like we should play match together sometime and then yeah. it was just like one thing led to another and you know a couple road trips thrown in there and and yep. there you go man yeah, <laughs> the here rest we is are. History. <laughs> hell yeah and then we formed our super group the dookie boys the dookie and, boys <laughs> and the, the born of that road trip the dookie boys um yep yeah, the Dookie Boys. <laughs> Not doing it justice. It's at the intonation is Dookie Boys. Yeah, you got to really, <laughs> really lean into it. I, I forget. I truly do not remember the origin of that. I think it was when you and I drove down to film with Lua and Tori for Scry Babies, which that episode hasn't come out yet, but people can wait with bated breath because it's very good. There's just a lot of poop centric jokes that weekend, frankly. Yep. Honestly, just a lot of poop centric jokes in my entire life. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yep. Um, and speaking of poop centric jokes, let's move on to our interview portion of the show. Oh, no, <laughs> I don't know what's oh, going to no. happen right now. <laughs> um, you actually already gave us a little bit of info, just talking earlier about what mental misplay is all about. Okay. But I hope you're ready for this. This is pretty grueling. Oh, yep. God. <laughs> the interview from hell here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty rough. I, I say this every time and it bears repeating. Uh, if you answer incorrectly, we will cut the audio and the episode's over. So. Uh, well, Mike and I will still record, but you'll just have yeah. to sit there muted for yeah. the next hour. Yeah. Um, it hasn't happened yet, but uh, oh, all right, nobody's these days. missed any questions. Yeah, no one's missed. Yeah, it's true. Perfect record across the board so far. Yeah, right. pretty Good. much a perfect record. So our first question is: How did you get into magic? I started playing when I was like ten, maybe. Really? This is, yeah. Uh, Do you remember the first set? Uh, revised. Oh man. Wow. Revised easy claps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember buying packs of revised because I was into like all the Marvel cards and that sort of shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I have like all your Marvels. I think I really got into it like Marvel Series 3 was the yep. one that I had gotten a box of. Mm -hmm. And then the X Men, the Fleer Ultra X Men 94 and 95. And 94 is right when revised was out. So I bought a lot of revised and not like a shitload, but enough. And I had a mono black deck and I would play it on the blacktop. And hell yeah. <laughs> play and played magic and so i had this like you know random pile of cards as you call it and i played that for years and years and then uh in high school i met uh people who like actually played magic mm -hmm. so one of, <laughs> one of my buddies in high school was would like do uh junior super series and so what is that junior super series was like pro tour for teenagers uh way back wow. in the day Oh, cool. Never heard of it. Yeah, Junior Super Series. So there's JSS promos you can get, special JSS foil promos. Hmm. But yeah, he would do Junior Super Series and he would tell me about stories about going out to the Magic, like, yeah, the big events and trying to play and shit like that. Cool. And then we would start going to, this would have been 
in Urza's block, we would go to Neutral Ground, which is a famous store that was in Manhattan. And it was uh, Brian David Marshall and a bunch of other really now like super OG players. Uh, yeah. They had this store in Manhattan and we would go to the pre-releases there and uh, we would play on Tuesdays. We would play Type 2, which is now what you would call standard, uh, basically. Man. Uh, and I had a bunch of decks I would play in high school and then I took a big long break and then the rest of the story happened yeah so you, you refound it again like around the pandemic times basically no so i refound it uh there's a convention that i go to in boston called aresia it is a science fiction and fantasy convention it started oh, yeah. out as like a literature convention i know hmm. that it's very family oriented and my brother-in-law would go years and years and years and he was like you have to go you have to go so i went and at this time i was playing like talisman and getting into pathfinder which is like a DD 3.5 equivalent Pathfinder's oh, great. we know pathfinder yeah i'm in a campaign dude nice <laughs> yeah, i just got tpk'd yeah i did i got wiped me and my <laughs> friends did like two chapters of rune lords i think oh hell yeah mm -hmm. quest for the rune lords is good it's super cool so i would do like pathfinder one shots and I, I would bring my 60 card i had a sneak attack deck that i loved that was made up of cards from like an <laughs> urza's block sneak attack deck you know, 60 cards and uh, leftover from Urza's block. So it had like a play set of Academy Rector, Sneak Attacks, Grim Monoliths. Oh, uh, man, dude. A, a bunch of shit. And I would show up with that and people were like, what is this fucking pile? Because over the course of 10 years, if I did happen to go into a store, I would look for the craziest creature that you could put in a <laughs> in a Sneak Attack deck, right? So it had, like a, it had like a Blightsteel and a Gristlebrand in it, as well as the holdovers <laughs> from when it was the Urza's block Sneak Attack. Attack, which was Crater Hellion, Thorn Elemental, and Weatherseed Tree Folk. Oh, hell yeah. Thorn, Thorn Elemental, Elemental, baby. <laughs> and, and Bloodshot Cyclops. Thorn Elemental has like a special place in the heart of so many Howling yeah. Saltmine guests yeah. at this point. I think you're like the third person to mention it. It's so yeah, funny. it's amazing. <laughs> it's a classic. It's, it is. The damage undoubtedly. just goes through. And then yeah. if you've got the Bloodshot Cyclops, that's another seven right to the fucking dome. Uh, <laughs> So I would show up and there was a group of kids there who were playing magic, but they were playing with these piles of larger cards. And I was like, what mm. the fuck is that? And uh, they were like, it's this cool new thing called Elder Dragon Highlander. You need to put 40 more cards in your deck, dickhead, and come <laughs> back next year. And they were nicer than that. But they were like, what are you doing? Like, And then the next year I came back, still no deck. And they were like, you're fucking up right now. And <laughs> yeah. so the third year I went back, this would have been 2015, and I had gotten a set of the 2015 commander decks and given them to my high school play group and started playing with them again. And mine was a Marin deck. And by the time I got back, I had a Marin deck that was, you know, Marin was oppressive in 2016. Oh, that deck yeah. was a fucking nightmare. So someone say it's still pretty still got nightmarish. The yeah. <laughs> it's got a lot of stigma. I've played around with it a lot. I have a CEDH version that is falling to the wayside uh yeah because there's more there's better stuff to play mm -hmm. i have the pre-con i have a foiled out pre-con version of marin yep it's fucking sick so nice. over 2015 to 2022 i'd taken this deck apart and turned it into the cedh version but i had all the old cards laying around and rebel had foiled out a kalia pre-con and i was like well i'm gonna reconstruct Marin and literally backwards, like reconstructed it out of like going through all the cards I have in my fucking basement, <laughs> finding all the pieces and then ordering foils of them, basically. Amazing. And then I recently went in with Commander Mechanic and we did an updated version of Marin. So what would be a $45 budget and operates on 
the same axis as a contemporary precon would. Mm-hmm. So the contemporary precons fuck face uh, compared yeah, to do. a precon in 2015. Yeah, they roll. They roll people like yeah. they're so good. Yeah. <laughs> so we built like an updated version mm-hmm. of it. Love it. So, but I've fucked around with that deck a lot, and it's it's not what it used to be for sure, not. But it's a it's a spicy one for sure. Yeah, I played against that that newer precon version that you had. I think last time we chilled, <laughs> played against it, and it was like someone just got a uh, uh, plague crafter. I think it was. Is it plague crafter that I'm thinking of? That like Probably. ETBs and everyone sacks something. Yeah, and yeah. Plague crafter was does just that. like constantly bringing it back, and I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, this is how Marin plays. Yep, that's I, why I this deck sucks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why this deck is like a pain in the ass, man. <laughs> So yeah, the play group got those decks and then we, then the next, like within two years, I was going back to Aresia and rolling people, you know, just yeah. Absolute, like, yeah. And then uh, all the content shit happened. So sick, dude. That's awesome. That's the origin story. I love, <laughs> I love too, how you were talking about like the arms race that oh, leads yeah. from casual into CDH. Cause we, so we had real. the exact same experience where we we're all like, okay, this is cool let me see where I can take this. And then you bump it up a little bit <laughs> yeah. and then everyone has to follow suit. And then you just keep doing that until you're at these things that are just ridiculous what you're trying to play. Yeah. The arms race is so real. I remember there being a point where in our pod, the four of us all had a deck that had some blue in it. Two of us were on mono blue and the other two were on is it decks. And we all just ran like 12 counter spells. And we were like, we're kind of playing a different game now. Like, let's see what the CDH thing is all about. And then from there, it's it's just been an obsession. I go back and forth with comp. If I play the same deck for too long, I'm like, oh, I'll get bored of it. But, yeah. you know, you get a new deck every once in a while and it rekindles everything. So that happened with Atali recently. And I put together uh, Opnix, the adversary. I don't know. Oh, yeah. One. yeah. The, the Rakdos one. The Rakdos one. It's really dope. Yeah, that one's great. Rakdos Obnix, who gets the one-one counters and does like fake impulse yeah. drawing, yep. impulsive draw. Yeah. yeah. So really, really enjoyed. I played one game with it and it was insane. So yeah, that deck is really cool. We've played. I played against that a little bit, and like you're getting exiles off of a fetch. Like yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and he gets bigger too. Yeah. Yeah. Keeps yeah. Growing. It's just a big beefy beater if you need it. He was like a 10-10 before I like even knew what was happening. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> without trying. Without yep. trying yeah. at all. Stuff like that I find is getting better and better positioned in the CDH meta because people just can't deal with a 10-10. They're like, oh shit. Uh yep. I guess I'll block it with my like Ragavan or whatever. Yeah, my yeah. Ragavan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's it's a weird, it's a weird balance because like creature heavy decks are worse right now because of yeah. bowmasters mm-hmm. and a few other things. So like yep. stuff with low to the ground creatures is like falling back a little bit. Right. But things like stupid Tivit and Rakdos and Natalia or uh sorry, yeah. um the chonkers yeah. are in. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Bring back the Timmy. Big yeah. boy, big boy fall, big boy winter. I'm yeah, I'm it here is for big it. boy winter, dude. I am ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's bulking season. <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking bulking season, dude. Yeah. See, it's bulking season. Bring out your fatties. <laughs> People who are worried about uh combo winter or whatever it is. Nah, it's yeah, big control boy. winter. No, Can, way. Nah, that's nah, that's big boy that's winter. propaganda, dude. That's fake <laughs> propaganda. There's like three people saying that shit. <laughs> well now we got three people saying big boy went there so uh, exactly <laughs> we'll get a fourth I, I can guarantee we can get a fourth saying it too and then yeah. we're good to go our, our prospectors will latch on and they'll they'll 
dispense it into other CDH discords. <laughs> well, and, and I think also, I mean, which do you want to say more? Do you want to say Control went there, or do you want to say Big Boy went there? Big Boy went there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. You want Big Boy? Everybody wants Big Boy went there. We just have to pay Tim to make a really awesome shirt, uh, a gold saber tooth to make yeah. like a really banging shirt that says that'll Big win. Boy Whatever winter, gets the shirt has that's won. It. Yeah, it's over, man. Well, because Mardu Summer, so yeah, we need Big Boy Winter, and it can yeah, have like Dargo on there, and Atali, like, and, yeah. and Tibbet, Tibbet, yeah, another, another Big Boy, and we're good money. A track oh, can be in the back. Oh yeah, he's a big boy, big girl. So the other question that we like to ask people, Alan, is what makes you salty? Oh God, um, like in a Magic game, yeah, 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 in, in a Magic the Gathering <laughs> so sense. If you if you have like life salt, you're trying to bring in, we're, oh, we're not going to judge. Salt I definitely, got, I got that coming out of my ears. <laughs> but do you um, know what that tastes like? <laughs> if anybody who doesn't is lying, um, yeah, exactly. But I I'd say like right off the bat, I'm trying to think of. There's a lot of different stuff that'll that I I get salty about, but also like a huge part of playing forward facing games is not getting salty is mm. like is rolling with yeah. it is rolling with all the punches and this like is being like on stream and shit yeah yeah you, yeah, you, yeah you can't be like you can't get like too tilted it's like not good entertainment yeah exactly so <laughs> i've i've really learned to like be tilted but be tilted in like a way that's going to be entertaining you know in either <laughs> you're like no oh, what do you do like really play it up or or like gaslight the shit out of people, but have it be funny, you know? Yeah, exactly. Can't believe Sam is saying getting tilted can't be funny because that's the entire premise of our content. <laughs> <laughs> on camera, when it's on camera. Sure. There's something about that visual component. Yeah, that's what you mean. I get like sullen and sulky and I'm quiet on camera. No, no. one's having a good time. No, no one's like, hey, I'm glad we invited that howling salt mine guy who's fucking <laughs> sad and quiet over there. Like, that's, not, that's not a cool vibe. <laughs> i'd say right away attrition effects oh mm. hell yeah uh, just dude. sack a creature if i have to worry about my creature definitely <laughs> dying like every turn Wait, you play marin yeah you play marin you piece of shit <laughs> yes yeah and 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 i had game i had enough games where i inflicted that on other people <laughs> And like, you know, that was the go-to strategy for a long time. But like if I'm, and again, this is forward-facing games, but a lot of times like I run very commander-centric decks, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if I play my commander and then it dies and then I got to worry about like, okay, I got to like make extra creatures or my shit's right. just going to die over and over again. Like that, that'll get me tight for sure. Yeah. I think power imbalance can be a little frustrating sometimes. Mm -hmm. Like the, like not acknowledging the tone of the game or the like power level of a game, you know? And when somebody's oh, just yeah. like shitting out a bunch of fast mana, when you're not playing a game where yeah. people are supposed to be shitting out fast mana, like that'll get me salty. And then in a CEDH game, it's a little tougher, but I've definitely been like tight about things. And a lot of times it's when other players are more aggressive in their politicking. So mm -hmm. if somebody is, being more of a bully than politicking that really gets me pretty riled up um yeah yeah i completely feel that man what if someone is like sometimes you get this like tone where people are almost like belittling you because you're not going along with their with this their like vision yeah this yep. vision for the game that they want where they're like 
you should really remove this. And you're like, yeah, but this is affecting me more. And they're like, oh, wow, you're kind of like stupid and you're throwing the whole game. And you're like, that just makes me, I'm like, well, now I definitely don't want to do what yeah, you were now saying. Now I'm confident Rick. that it benefits you more than it benefits me. <laughs> or, or like, a, it's technically wrong to make this play. That yeah. sort of stuff. Oh, like my you're God, yeah. The, you're, you're making it suboptimal play. Unless someone is like fully no hand. Yeah, <laughs> ability to be confident that it's the optimal play. Like, I think those two are pretty good examples. I can think of there's a lot of like kind of vague concepts about playing the game that get me salty. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! No, I remember being on stream once and uh, being so ready to have the most bomb turn, and it just got wheeled, and I was mm-hmm. just fucking like <laughs> after that. And like I looked back at it and was like, man, like I was a fucking diaper baby. Like, what was I do? Like <laughs> it happens, man. Sometimes you're the salty one. I was just so excited to make this play and just got like nah, just yes. turned into fucking dog dick, you know? So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's a there's a bunch of stuff that make me salty, but that's uh I'd say attrition effects will bum me out pretty hard. And yeah, I think there's, there's been a couple other instances where I like jumped in a game and just, it sucked. I played against this, this fucking Azorius deck. That was just like the fun police deck. And that was a real bummer. <laughs> um, like the game just, so, the dude was just fucking up the game. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard anyone say that playing against Azorius control is fun. It's like unanimously, <laughs> unanimously hated. Like yeah. everybody hates that shit, man. It's like that meme, like all my homies hate Azorius control, oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> full, full double, double one finger. Yeah, double burst for sure. that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I remember my boy used to play, um, grand arbiter and i was just like Oof. i fucking screamed at him one day yeah. this is years ago stinky. this is in 2016 or whatever i was like nah, you're, you're stopping other people from playing nah, the point is to play nah. like i had a full he's, he's helping himself play that's that's what yeah. he's playing it for yeah. of course <laughs> he locked i remember this is my boy amar he locked me out with a fucking capsize with buyback and Uh-oh. just every yeah. turn was just like fuck yourself bounce yeah. all your shit and i was like nah I, I fully yelled at him. I was like, dude, stop. The whole point is to play. You're stopping me from playing. It's not what you should do in command. <laughs> oh, man. I've been there so many times, Alan. <laughs> That's like why, why we started the whole show, because I'm a salty bastard. <laughs> and I'm not going to say my play style. Like, I play in a way that's so good, and I'm so you know, I look out for everybody's feelings and interests, like not even close, but like, <laughs> yeah. but it's taken like years of playing live to realize like you want to curate a game that doesn't suck, right? You yeah, want to create a game where everybody's going, yeah. <laughs> so like I had a, a guest on the show a long time ago. He had just won a tournament and he came out. I played Marin and I made this kid eat shit all game just fully (laughs) just everything he was doing i was just like just absolutely (laughs) hosing him and realized after the game like that dude didn't have a good time he's not gonna want to come back he came out and (laughs) sat on his fucking ass sat with his whole thumb his whole deck up his ass for fucking three hours you know like fun and (laughs) it's a different experience and it really i had a friend tell me uh they were like look like that sucked for that person. <laughs> yeah. Like that's maybe not a good look. Yeah. You know? That's so good, man. But Mooktubs had a similar story when he came on. He was like, I jumped on this person's stream. It was like their first time streaming. 
he was like, yeah, I'm going to help this dude out. Like, like we're, we're good buddies. It'll be a fun stream experience. And the dude just played this awful Azorius control deck, like the entire fucking time. And it was like a three hour game. And he was like, this sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not what I want. Like you can't expect me to one, have a good time and two be entertaining for that long. You know, yeah. that's the other thing with, like you say, forward facing content, like streams and videos and stuff like that. Like, if you get your shit pushed in so hard, like you're not going to have no. a good time no. and, and be an entertaining guest. Like the, not there's going to be a dip in energy yeah. when that shit happens. Absolutely. <laughs> well, there's a dip in energy anyway. The first hour is going to be gas. And then the next two hours, oh, yeah, like, sleepy you, boys. you better yeah. hit that second wind and learn to fucking keep that party going. Oh, hell yeah. 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 So in any true. case, there's a very specific type of game and deck that is not fun. You know, yeah. people are like, it's not fun to play against. It might be fun for you to play, but also <laughs> yeah. like having the mental like capacity to look at that game and say oh i'm creating a game that if i was um, maybe this person playing this azorius control deck is going to watch this game and be like yeah man they're getting them yeah. look at <laughs> counter spell hell he yeah pacifism wow, on his creature i love it. that card like <laughs> you know like but i think that to not have the empathy to see these other three players be like yeah. okay so my just, creature can't attack or block just turn like, <laughs> inward yeah just no yep. hope <laughs> yep oh man so good well in preparation for summit i've been thinking of a list of questions that will translate to vertical content really well. oh hell yeah mm. so people will do like the ones at like comic-con and it's the guy who's like, what anime has the smelliest fans? Yeah. <laughs> I love those. And they'll be like, oh, My Hero Academy, all the way, all the way, My Hero Academy. And, and it'll be like six people in a row all yeah. saying My Hero Academy. So I've been thinking of that sort of question mm -hmm. for, for Summit, and I'm going to be putting people on blast. Well, so I'm really track excited. me down, dude. And be like, oh, what color pairing has the worst players to play against? And it's gonna be like Azorius. Azorius, fucking Azorius, one hundred percent. Azorius, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to give another color pair. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> it really is, right? I don't know if there are any others that are that unpleasant. I feel like I feel like Grixis maybe gives it a run for its money. Yep. Or Demir. Yeah. Demir yeah. is like Grixis can be Demir. shitty. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But Azorius, but, but Azorius is pretty fucking. <laughs> Azorius pretty is such freaky. a specific flavor of that. Yes. Yeah, of that awful experience. Because <laughs> nobody's like, oh, Celestia, fuck those guys. Yeah, <laughs> those with, guys their, are... with their tokens and their plus one plus one counters. Yeah, they're doing their best. Yeah, they're just trying. <laughs> they're just trying to keep up, man. They just want to hang. They just want to all hang out. Like, that's fine. <laughs> well, should we get into it and talk about some salty stories, guys? Let's do it. I have no clue what these stories are going to be, so I'm like. I don't know if I'm going to get like the flop sweats or if I'm going to be laughing. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen. So I'm well, really excited about this. Yeah, we'll get into it. Uh, yes. Yeah, so we're going to be talking about some salty stories. We're going to be getting into it. But huh? Sam, what, what is salt? Oh, Mike, thank you for asking me. I appreciate that. Yeah. My pleasure. Salt is frustration in the game, as we like to call it. And really salt is an umbrella term. You know, a lot of people think salt is somebody scooping, somebody getting really angry, somebody yelling out, getting frustrated, whipping cards across the room, drop kicking their deck boxes. But really, 
those are the full shakers of salt. And there are these smaller grains of salt, the little frustrations, the little things that get you pissed off. Hey, you just removed my commander three times in a row. That's kind of annoying. I got to like recast it every single time. Hey, your deck's a little bit too strong. You played a couple pieces of fast mana and now you're questioning why you're the arch enemy. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. This person mm-hmm. doesn't really know what the hell is going on. So yeah, you're playing Azorius. Yeah, you're playing any Azorius deck. Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent callback. <laughs> so all of those things are salt. And we talk about the full range of salt from the small grains to the full shakers so that we can really educate ourselves and hope to not be salty in a future game. Well, should we get into it, guys? I got some lovely salty stories here, ready to rip them. Yeah, Yeah. hit us with one. All right. Our first salty story comes to us from our buddy Phil, and this is a submission through our website, HowlingSaltMine.com or TheHowlingSaltMine.com. We're inconsistent with the use of the on all of our social media, so our website might as well be the same way. This one doesn't have a title. That's just how it is sometimes. And it goes, hey, guys. Thanks for making the funniest podcast around. I managed to binge all the episodes in a month or so. Whoa. Dance. Thanks, Phil. Serious. You got to get started on that second listen through. (laughs) (laughs) Preferably on a different device. So it counts as unique downloads. Yeah. If you haven't tried any different (laughs) streaming platforms too, just try one of those out. (laughs) Is that like two a day more in in a month? Yeah, 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 that's two a day. That's actually not. Now that we lay it out like that, that's not crazy. I've been yeah, because there's 24 crazy. hours in a day and an episode's only like an hour and a half. So we're not consuming yeah. enough percentage of your life quite yet, <laughs> yeah, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> that could be like those are rookie in, numbers. Home. Yep. Yeah, I got to push those numbers up. And the rest of the story goes, my salty story happened before COVID. My friends always played at Joe's house since he had kids first and that made it so he could play without leaving his house. Well, good guys. Unfortunately, as the host, he always insisted on playing five to six player games Ugh. which i loathe whoa Oof. and that's the host i'm right there with you phil those games fucking suck ass always is a bit i like one every once in a while i love a good five player game but i gotta be like ready for it like every (laughs) every time every time is a lot i can cope but not what i'm looking for five and six player which is like six is like play two pods of three you know, if you're doing six, you got to at least play some wacky like fucking yeah. emperor yeah. or some stupid yeah. shit. Yeah. Or like like uh, <laughs> sheriff or deputy, whatever those people call it, you know, <laughs> and it continues. So one night we were playing a six player game in his living room. The rounds are getting long as everyone's board develops. This motherfucker turns on his Xbox mid game and gets into a call of duty lobby. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> wow. Hell yeah. And starts playing Call of Duty while waiting for his turn. We all call him out, but can't really do anything since we are at his house. It gets to his turn, and he has to go around and ask a million questions about (laughs) board states. And then proceeds proceeds to attack our friend Arnold, who is a bunch of tokens that he didn't realize were tokens because he was playing Call of Duty. He tries to undo his attack and attack someone else. Arnold says no, and I say no. That's his attack, and he can't change it. He throws a fit and keeps arguing that if Arnold had explained his board better, he wouldn't have made that attack. Oh, my God. He ends up scooping to play Call of Duty for the rest of the game. (laughs) We we have only played one more time in his house since this incident, partly because of COVID and partly because of the salt from that night. Yeah. Oof. 
Love your podcast and just wanted to tell you guys my one salty story. Well, thank you, Phil. We appreciate it. That is fucking wild. <laughs> if that's your one salty story, that's a doozy to have in your back pocket. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one, man. <laughs> Do- <laughs> what a wild flex to invite people to your house and then be like, I'm going to play a one player video game while you guys all yeah. chill behind me. Like, And okay. I'm going to let it fuck up the game that we are playing together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking wild. <laughs> I love the gall of yeah. of taking the time to set play in a Call of Duty game and come back on your turn. And <laughs> the wording was so good. Ask everybody a million questions and then make the wrong play and then be like, no, it's because you didn't explain it right. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> That's on you, buddy. Yeah. You should have told me your board state better. Instead of just fucking listening to other people play. Like, yeah. I mean, if Joe is busy grinding uh ranked games in COD, like, come on, man. I don't know anything about COD. Is that is that something you can do? You can grind ranked games. It could be bonus point weekend. You got that Mountain Dew cap with the bonus XP Dude, under mm-hmm. it, and you yeah. just got can't not play while commanders have like fuck that. Yeah, gotta get those XPs. Yeah, if Joe is slugging dues and just yeah. trying to get and some three sixty no scoping kids, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then then we know he's doing the right thing. Like, right, but, and honestly, that's an element that we don't understand here. Like, if Joe was really really sick at Call of Duty, <laughs> if he was fucking like three sixty <laughs> no scoping people, I'm, I might respect. Was he that. actually? providing entertainment for the game that had slowed down that's the real question here if he's doing like trick shots and shit man like i respect yeah so true all of the six players were well all five of them were watching this game and just playing whatever the fuck they want but if if he just is jumping into games and getting his ass beat in call of duty it's like (laughs) yeah just come back to the game you're embarrassing yourself dude camped on just (laughs) griefed the whole time Oh, man. Have you guys ever played in a game where somebody like disengaged this hard? I mean, I've I've had to be that person, but it's because I'm like running around doing shit around my house or something, you know, or yeah, like, I I've, like, yeah, there's a different acceptable. there's like a different thing for that, though. This is not have something else that you need to do. This is decide you want to do something else in the middle of the <laughs> yeah. game. I don't know that I have like I don't. I, you know, who does that is uh, it'll it'll be once the game. Like if he gets taken out early, uh, CJ. Sure. When we're streaming, CJ will just be like, "I'm playing Diablo." Fuck oh, y'all. I've noticed that man. He plays it and then he streams the Diablo. It's like, like his his board just becomes a little Diablo game on the side. It's That's amazing. Right. He did do that. He put it right into fucking spell table and had Diablo so running funny. there. And we put it up on YouTube. We we put that out as one of our That's videos. So and somebody was like, "That's fucked up." I was like, "No, it's fucking his." It's hilarious. It's a good bit bit at that point. I don't know otherwise, though. I I will say, I think I've been this guy in a game. (laughs) I distinctly remember a game where Tony was taking such a long term. The poor guy, he's not even here to fucking defend himself. Can't even defend himself. We always blame Tony for taking these wicked long turns. When the stories come out. And he was taking such a long turn that I took out my Game Boy and was very obviously playing it on camera like just flicked it on and brought it in and was playing it it was, playing like it was kind of a bit 
It was a bit of a bit. Yeah. It's like yeah. so passive aggressive though. This bit is like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, it definitely was. <laughs> All right. So, but on the flip, the only other time I can really think of someone doing this was Tony, but on his bachelor party where he was running between different <laughs> yeah. events. Yeah, totally he awesome, fully though. checked out to go play a game of poker and would run back yeah. for only his turn, his turn and oh, then that's, leave. That's living the life, though. Like, we want to live that life for sure. Yeah. And in his defense, I think he drank like a pint glass of red wine or something. Oh, so nice. He was a different type of Tony that night. Yeah. <laughs> he was a little buck wild. Yeah. <laughs> I can relate. We drafted my cube with uh, anime strippers or dancers at my <laughs> bachelor party. So. That's amazing. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> Did they draft with you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. They played and they one oh of them God. was one of them brought Mortal Kombat and whooped all of us at Mortal Kombat. <laughs> like it was like embarrassing. That's like we were amazing, fully dude. they beat our this chick was like untouchable at That's Mortal amazing. Kombat. <laughs> That's amazing. What a fucking flex. Really I funny. love that, dude. That's so good. <laughs> Yeah, this is such an interesting one, man. I mean, it sounds like our buddy Phil has kind of found the solution here, which is just don't fucking go to Joe's house anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does sound like that. <laughs> you know, I, I appreciate friends being busy and you got to accommodate them and stuff. But Joe is trying to fit his magic time and his Call of Duty time into the same time slot. And that just that just can't happen, man. Yeah. In Joe's defense. Uh, and this is not in defense of the Call of Duty aspect, but of the six the six player aspect of <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah, five yeah. to six players. I suffer from a very particular like need to include everybody and or not exclude anybody. Right. Oh, hell yeah. But I'm also lucky enough that most of the people I would hang with is if there's five of us, one of them would probably be like, no, nah, I'm I'm good. I'm not coming. I'm not I'm not going to play in this game or I'm not going to come. Right? Sure. Or like I'm cool with sitting out a game or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Yes, exactly. I think the spectator is an underappreciated role in a game of magic. Oh yep. hell yeah. It's super fun to be that person and just like look at everyone's hands and be like, like give them knowing looks and be like, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> you have to be so careful, but it is very fun. Yeah. Is. I mean, I feel that too, dude, because like it's hard to set up a magic day with all your friends Yep. and you either have to invite exactly three other people. So you have a pot of four mm -hmm. or just accept that you're probably going to have some like five, six person games, two pods of three, a three and a four, you know, yep. you might just have some weird shit or some people sitting out on games, yep. but it's like, do you make the decision to not invite those people? I don't think so. I think if you want to have that kind of like hangout party kind of thing, like everybody gets to come. Some people play more games than others, but it's less about getting the games in at that point. It's more about chilling. Yep. Or maybe, hear me out, if you've got six people, maybe you have a four top and the other two play fucking Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's so true. Like the other two people can play Smash. Like straight up, they can play Smash. Dude, and it's happened. I've literally <laughs> been, I've been to Eric's house. This has happened. <laughs> Eric number knower friend number of the knower. show <laughs> Eric number knower who that's the person by the way I uh, that that is the whole point of that story the Aresia story he's the person who was like come back with 100 cards next time no Ooh, way nice. oh, so he was probably like a little biting with it too honestly yeah, yeah <laughs> he was probably Eric like style. you're missing 40 <laughs> cards dude yeah you're missing 40 <laughs> cards bitch <laughs> <laughs> He is the person who introduced me to EDH. That's so, yeah, so awesome. I love dude. the wow. shit out of that dude. He's the coolest person I know. 
Yeah, I fucking <laughs> but by a long shot, he's the coolest person I know. Mike and I chilled hard with Eric when we were in Philly. It was <laughs> yeah. it was a yeah, good time. Yeah, a lot. Man. It was, it was a really good time. He's awesome. He's the oh, he's man. the coolest. Uh, but what we would do is we would have two people playing um Soul Caliber and they just fucking bash each other's heads in Soul oh, Caliber yeah. while while the magic game's going on or whatever. Which, you know, which like, Soul Caliber? Any one of them. <laughs> fucking any so what edge through nice. six whatever we're nice. uh, ready to go astroths and all of them let's go baby <laughs> hell yeah oh get your main dude <laughs> of course of course we would we would go deep and i think the favorite was three because three would have the little indicators of how many rounds that controller mm. had won in a row we call them chicken bones oh or had that also i think so yeah, maybe it was four that had the chicken bones, but uh, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, that's so six players. I think that's the that's the move. You have to be ready for that, or you could know that the turns were going to be really long, and just fucking get up and play Call of Duty by yourself. Fuck yeah. that. Fuck that game. I'm F six. Yeah. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> and just accept it. That's the thing. Like if you're gonna fuck around like that, accept your misplays when you come back. Be like, oh, <laughs> yeah. I attacked into like twenty uh one ones that were represented with little dice. Well. I'm fucked then, I guess. Yep. I'm just going to go back to playing COD. <laughs> it becomes a uh, uh, secular at, at yeah. that point, though, because the people who you attacked into, like you ask everybody's questions and they're already annoyed at you, right? <laughs> yep. And then you annoy them more and then you make your attack. And this dude's like, good. He's attacking into my shit and it's his stuff's all going to die. He's glad about this play. He's he's. What's, what was his name? Joe? Joe. Joe. Yeah, he's glad Joe's about to eat shit. And then Joe's yeah. like, no, wait, I don't want to eat shit. I didn't know that. <laughs> it's your fault. And then for a player with all the tokens or whatever to be like, no, you have to do that attack. <laughs> is That's also a, a super aggressive power move, right? <laughs> like, like thinking of it from all of the, like, he's like, no, yeah. you have to do this attack. Yeah. It's also a strong stance. <laughs> That's true. So there's like, there's a lot going on with this story of like the breakdown of, and then Joe's like, well, you know what? Instead of making this attack, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> and picks his cards up. Well, salt begets salt. That's the thing. Like if one person gets salty at a table, chances are the other people are going to start to feel salty too. Because the vibes just get thrown off. You yeah, know? very much. Once it's off like that. And with that's another downside of six is like you do have six people that can throw something off like that. Oh, yeah. A large roster of people that can, More variables, that can bring the salt levels in play. And if yep. they're playing regularly, there will be built in microaggressions and aggressions that oh, will happen yeah, from this there will be built-in behavior patterns that will set people off oh this guy's doing this again you always fucking do that <laughs> yeah. and now i'm now i'm mad on you principle. always play fucking call of duty in the middle of our games <laughs> he's always playing azorius like this fucking azorius piece of doven bond motherfucker yeah, like the homies <laughs> all hate azorius man <laughs> oh shit well what do we think the salt rating is on this one? It's high for me, man. I mean, if if I was Phil, if I was in Phil's shoes and got invited over to someone's house and, and you know, we're playing this big game of magic, which already is like a little tough every once in a while to do that all the time. And then that person is just totally spaced out. That would make me salty. And it it is that awkward thing. We didn't really talk about this too much, but. It's that awkward thing where you're like, can I even question this dude's behavior? Because he invited us into his home, you know, yeah. <laughs> like 
I don't know. It's like, how much can you really complain openly at that point? Right. Aren't those just the rules here? Yeah. Like, it's it is just your kind house. Of, it's an awkward thing. So it's not a full shaker assault for me, but it's it's definitely above halfway for sure. For sure. It's up there for me, too. Like, I feel like this is so indicative of like clearly everything is going wrong yeah. in this scenario. <laughs> Joe wants to be playing COD. Other people are mad enough to like be like, no, you can't. There's too many people involved. Like it's just like it is clearly reached to a point where the solution sounds like what they're doing, which is like yeah. finding a different way play to play elsewhere. Let Joe yeah. play COD. To me, that's the that's the indicator. That's the real answer is that their solution was to not go back. <laughs> like yeah well i guess we just don't play at joe's house anymore yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. yeah salt so, enough to never return again so that's like it's pretty that's like sucking on the salt packet at the diner for sure like there yeah it left an impression for sure that was at least the main flavor that they picked up on leaving that place yeah <laughs> whenever a story ends with and we never heard from him again. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like not yep. a good tale. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, how about another salty story here, guys? Into it. Let's fucking do it. All right. So this next one comes to us from Audio Bloom. And this is one of our patrons. Thanks, Audio Bloom. And this post is titled Crovax, the Salty Hero. Mm. And the oh. story goes. Nice. Oh, you know this one, Mike? You I know, know the him? card. Okay. I know the card. And the story goes, Dear Foreman Sam and other heads of prospecting operations. Wow, I love that. Wow. <laughs> I'm lugging up this story from the deep and dusty shaft of my days on Spell Table during COVID mm. lockdown. Mm -hmm. We love a deep and dusty shaft here in the Yeah. <laughs> I join a lobby labeled Casual Commander and realize it is a pod of three friends and I am the random fourth member. Oh, <laughs> so so sadly, I've, I've been like hamming it up face wise this entire time, by the way. And I'm really sorry that you guys at home listening don't get to see me make like poggers face or like, oh, like, oh, no. Every time one of these things happens. Alan also um, has a beautiful like streamer frame around his face. Yeah, it's, it's like the most professional like animated guest. Yeah, so yeah his power level looks like it's shooting up steadily. <laughs> uh, and the story continues. I attempt a rule zero conversation, but failed to get an idea of the power level of the table with all of them saying they just play with each other and don't really know what power level they are. Nice. Okay. I figured it would be best to play my janky mono white anthem deck with Krovax ascendant hero at the helm. As I'd rather come in underpowered and get stomped in game one rather than the other way around. I explain what it is and let them know that it also has a life manipulation sub theme that takes advantage of Krovax's second ability. They all seem pretty cool and we get rolling. So this is where I like to pause and let's just read Krovax Ascendant Hero real quick. I love this card. I've never seen this before. This card is crazy. It's yes. really <laughs> weird. So Krovax Ascendant Hero is a 4-4 legendary creature human noble. It costs four and two white mana. And it says other white creatures get plus one, plus one, non-white creatures get minus one, minus one, and then it has an activated ability, pay two life, return Krovax Ascendant Hero to its owner's hand. Interesting shit. 
so so good and it's right. from time spiral too yeah or, from time uh, spiral banner chaos it's a six mana four four it's a human noble right away you've got elshnorn vibes with the plus and minus it's like a mini norn basically the the only weird thing about the plus and minus is that it is global so yes. if someone else is on white they're getting the boost as well yeah and if you played non-white creatures which you don't in the deck uh, if you built it poorly you do that um <laughs> well actually I lie. You can do that if you have like one one tokens. They get automatically sacrificed, and you can do like some interesting shit with that. Where like basically modular stuff, it's just yeah. things like that, it's instant kill triggers. Yeah. So there's some pretty cool brews with that. Pay to life life sync abilities are interesting. It's a really yeah. insane play space. So you can do things like bring your life to zero and do a switcheroo yeah. or some dumb shit like that. Or if very there's, interesting there's a, you would say that, Alan. Yeah. Very interesting so, you would say that. <laughs> they, he said life manipulation as well. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's a lot of cool stuff you could do in this space with this command. <laughs> Continuing, the game goes on for a while with no real winners or losers. The three of them outmatch my deck pretty handily with big value engines and a bunch of interaction. As a result, they mostly leave me alone to build an unassuming, modest board of some tokens, a worn power stone, and my commander. At one point, I play a soul conduit and it met with a mighty, oh, nice. And I, I think I got to pause again and just read Soul Conduit. Soul Conduit is a six mana artifact. You can pay six mana, tap it, two target players exchange life totals. Yup. <laughs> One of them mentions that none of us are really low life and tells the table not to swing at me until they can deal with it. I point at Krovex and remind them that my commander allows me to pay life and was met with a puzzled, okay, and play resumed. Player A, the host of the lobby, is playing a combo deck and gloats that they are a few mana short of assembling their game-winning doomsday device on their turn. That next turn, we are all fucked. Some real evil villain <laughs> monologue shit. His two friends eat counterspells and removal from him on their turns as they try to take him down. On my turn, I move to combat and swing at him with a 3-3 knight. He declares no blocks, stating he's afraid of what kind of shenanigans I might have at instant speed and that he doesn't want to risk his combo pieces. I resist the urge to launch into an evil monologue of my own and instead <laughs> calmly explain that before damage, I'm going to activate Crovax. And while his ability is on the stack, activate him again multiple times, effectively draining my life to one before activating Soul Conduit to swap our life totals, mm -hmm. which would kill him with the 3 3 coming in. He says, you can only activate it once. After that, Crovax is in your hand and can't be activated again. Oh, mm. uh oh! <laughs> I, I try to explain that that's not really how that works, but he is dead set on this interaction, going as far to say, "My cousin is a judge, and I've been playing <laughs> since the '90s. Ooh. You are wrong." Oh, oh. <laughs> we haven't gotten the cousins involved yet. Oh, my we haven't gotten them involved. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my I appeal to him and his friends that the life being paid is the cost of the ability. The abilities go on the stack the same way spells do, and they can be responded to as such. One of his friends sides with him, and the other friend abstains. <laughs> <laughs> I try explaining that there's an entire genre of decks based entirely on this kind of interaction, and apologize for not explaining the implications of the ability more clearly earlier on. I met with, learn the rules, moron. That's not how it works. <laughs> Before oh the god. host kicks me from the lobby. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Get fucked, nerd. My immediate, reaction, <laughs> my immediate reaction is, what the fuck? Do I have a <laughs> fundamental misunderstanding of the core mechanics of abilities? I go on a very short journey online to confirm that I do, in fact, 
understand the game correctly. <laughs> but ever since then, whenever I reach for Crovax, I find myself compelled to get very explicitly explained to the table. Hey, just so you know, his ability can be chained together on the stack to drain my life and have never been met by any sort of opposition to the rules understanding. Love Amazing. the podcast, Audio Bloom. Oh, that's so good. Oh, it's really good. Dying. Wow. That's so fucking good. My uncle is a, or what is it, cousin? Cousin. My cousin, my cousin is, is a, is a judge, judge, actually. Uh, and I've been playing since the 90s, so you're wrong. <laughs> this Yikes. dude went so hard that it made him question his own self yeah. and be like yo do i just not know how to play this game right now did i build this commander wrong and went and probably googled specifically crovax and it was yeah. like in the reminder text yeah you can you can do this more than once in a row ridiculous behavior those moments where someone questions you so hard that you doubt yourself are just like wild where you're like am am i wrong especially when two idiots take each other's side and they're like yeah i mean pff, dude his brother's a fucking judge like you, you yeah I can't mean, step uh, to that shit man that's so painful and and it's a tragedy too because you know that play group is still running around out there with like this severe misunderstanding of like how costs <laughs> work with effects like this <laughs> yeah. oh i hope so. that makes that brings me a lot of joy that these guys are out there just playing that shit hundred percent incorrectly. <laughs> yeah, just playing fucking summer camp rules with their magic. They're like, uh, no, actually, it, it, when the rules become like who is the most convincing at the table, that is... Yeah. That you're is playing real magic. Then you're playing real magic. <laughs> That's one of the things I find so interesting here, too, is like we are in a day and age where you can look stuff up pretty easily. Like, <laughs> yeah. And you're already on spell table. Like Everybody is on a computer with internet access. Yeah, You know that to be 100% true. Any of you could look it up and try and link something to each other. I guess spell table doesn't really have like a place you can link stuff to people yeah but... you'd have to like i mean you could pull it up on your phone and be like look yeah look, and show look, them yeah look it says right here right this website or or you can do like uh screen share it you'd have to yeah. like you'd have to be slick with the obs yeah you'd like, have to be on some obs shit but but still like the the <laughs> idea that people couldn't look it up is so painful it definitely makes me think like Maybe that one guy whose cousin is a judge, so he's obviously a good authority. Um, <laughs> like maybe that is the player with the most experience in the table. So they just like defer to that player and they're all just going to like look oh, yeah, towards dude. them. That can totally happen, especially if someone like, you know, if one person mailed some pre-cons to their buddies, like they're the person that knows how how the game works. But, I feel like oof. every play group has someone like that where they're like, oh, yeah, like Neil fucking knows the rules, man. Yep. Like we yep. got to, we got to text Neil about this. And you, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. And, and if he gets something wrong, you're like, that that's seems right to me. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> we have with the ramp gang. That's uh jank. God is one of them. His Ooh. name is Andrew. He goes by jank. God. And uh, Malcolm <laughs> is the other one who plays Sissé. He's been hitting them top fours recently. Oh, shit. Nice. Mike yeah. is also yeah. a Sissé main. As, Shout as out to the folks there now. Um, yeah. But I don't hit top fours. Good. So. You got a top, oh, you got a top 16 there, dude. You got oh, top all right, 16. all right. Yeah, one time. <laughs> Are you in the SSA Discord and all that? Do you go in there I am, and yeah, fart yeah. around? Yeah. So it's, he should go by Vice Draken, I believe, is the is the okay. name. I don't oh. I don't check it as often as I used to. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, Mike's not even like a moderator in that Discord, so he's basically, <laughs> he's basically a fucking scrub, really. I don't even think he likes to say, honestly. That's fair. 
I mean, yeah, I hate the deck. Once you're like me and my relationship with Marath, then you can come talk to me about CDH. (laughs) 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 I think every play group has that person who is the deferred like rules knower. Yeah. Like, and the more enfranchised you are, the the less separation between you and like an actual group of judges or somebody who you can message who's a judge. Right. But I like that this guy's cousin was a judge. So therefore he knew. Yeah. Like, no. (laughs) Are you related to a judge? No. That's yes. how it works, man. Second cousin, sorry, I have first cousins with a judge. Get fucked. <laughs> yeah, knowledge of the rules it transmits via blood, you mm-hmm. know, and <laughs> and it goes up and down the family tree. Frankly, yeah. it goes all which ways. Yeah, it, it doesn't really it's matter. Genetic, generational for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hereditary. <laughs> I love that he got kicked out. I love yeah. that. That's yeah. that the dude was just like. It's the fucking best that they're just like, like as soon as he was like, (laughs) well, here's, here's a reasonable counter argument. They were like, yeah, you're fucking out of here, dude. Get out of here with that. No, no second chance here. (laughs) Didn't you read the title of the spell table? It said no reasonable arguments. Yeah. (laughs) It said modified rules. Ask hosts cousin about it. (laughs) Host cousin is judge power power (laughs) level eight. (laughs) <laughs> and they just probably finished that game and we're like what a dickhead uh, yeah. meanwhile i've that got my asshole. killing machine and you couldn't stop me <laughs> <laughs> i win again <laughs> that's also always when those crazy rules misunderstandings come up and when people are like super militant about it is when they are about to die like yeah. it, it oh. is it is not coincidence that this person was like uh, actually, it doesn't work that way, and I'm still yeah. alive. Like, like lethal damage <laughs> essentially presented, and they're like, no, 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 no. Yeah, they're no. like, ah, there has to that. be that has to be wrong. I can't be losing the game right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, my fucking win con's on board. Like, read the card. I guess read the card and know the rules. I, I guess that's like the second piece to what the professor says. It's reading the card explains the card, knowing the rules also helps explains the cards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These dudes really said L2P and kicked him out. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking yeah. love it. Get and right out of there. Learn the rules, moron. That's not how it works. <laughs> Is it me who's wrong? It must be. <laughs> I'm really stuck on that. It's really I love good. the claim of, well, I've been playing since the 90s. It's like, statistically, that means that you're getting rules wrong. <laughs> You know, the rules are wrong. Yeah, you've been getting rules wrong for a long yeah, time. That means you have some bad habits that you haven't fixed as rules have changed because they've changed a lot since the 90s. Like it, it's a very different game with how some things <laughs> resolve. And like that is not something you can stand by anymore. I trust somebody who learned on arena more than somebody <laughs> who started playing in the 90s. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I love the the reasonable argument too of like there are entire decks built on this premise of being able to do that. <laughs> yeah. Like I love that. It's like so so much reaching for like for some <laughs> version of logic to be relevant here. It's like what what can I possibly appeal to to make you guys it's understand? It's like a this? core piece of the fucking game, man. <laughs> oh, God. Well, what do we uh what do we think the overall salt is on those? For me, it's high. Getting kicked out of the game. <laughs> yeah. it, it, like yeah. you knowing you're right and getting kicked and it's so funny, but getting kicked and then like, yeah, that's I'd be tight if that happened to me. I don't <laughs> know. I like the other thing I was gonna say though is when is the last time either of you 
went fucking raw blind into a spell table pickup game oh it's bold i've never you've never, never done it i've done it like twice maybe and it was only into cdh pods please yeah. please for me it's been a long time since i've done it too so i may have to <laughs> back this up with actions but for me go pick one of those eight chill games jump in there and play <laughs> just do it someday you really will come should. out a changed yeah. man it is it's truly <laughs> magic on demand with yeah. whatever time you have to to try and fit a game in. I, I do need to mine some salt directly from the source every once in a while, you know? I should get in there with my pickaxe and my lantern and fucking see if I come out. <laughs> I swear you will come out a different person. It is so <laughs> wild in there for sure. Like so. half the stories we get are people just in these crazy <laughs> spell table games. It's like it's it's insane. It's the fucking oh, wild west, man. Yeah. yeah, of course, dude. Everyone fucking rage scoops. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> well, there's insane. no accountability. You can be yeah. like, all right, bye. Yeah, you're just <laughs> yeah. fully anonymous. You're like, get fucked. I'm out of here. <laughs> I was actually playing with a couple of patrons and we were looking for a fourth at one point. We we're like in a spell table getting ready to look for a fourth. And then someone like a random joined and then someone messaged in the discord like I'm available. So the leader of the lobby kicked the random that had joined mm-hmm. and we were like, oh, did you kick them? And he was like, yeah. And then the random rejoined. Oh, and I was no. like, did you just kick me? And he immediately kicked him again. <laughs> <laughs> kick him out no, of the No answer given. And that was my first reminder that like spell table is truly just like random anonymous <laughs> internet. Yeah. Like there's a different level of social contract over yep. a completely random online environment. There like are that. no repercussions. No. Pretty yep. much. So I've done it three times now, I think three times I've gone on spell table and just been like, all right, you're in this game. We're going live. Don't yep. get me canceled. They're not like insane games or anything. They're just like yeah. normal ass games. And the people yep. are just kind of like a little froze, you know, because you can't mm-hmm. like it puts people on the spot to be like, we're live. There's 40 people watching us. You ready to fucking rip right now? <laughs> <laughs> get ready. <laughs> like, so on the one hand, it like it's irresponsible of me to like subject other <laughs> people that, to that <laughs> but, but it's like also a massive risk because they could just be like all right time to name all the slurs i'm just gonna list them <laughs> yeah. you know? what if the camera wasn't on my cards and it was on my wiener my whole <laughs> oh, <no. Yep. laughs> getting back to the post this for me this is wicked high salt like you said alan like to get your honor called into question is like yep. really what it is for them to to question who you are as a magic player call you a fucking moron and then kick you to the curb in like a swift three punch combo that is fucking wild dude yep <laughs> yeah to fully like two plus two equals five you and convince you that you <laughs> yeah. don't know what you think you know that's that's crazy yeah i love also the third guy i abstain sorry yeah. i fucking yeah. deal just might as well have said i don't care who you are that <laughs> third guy might be sitting there like if I vote with the Krovax player, it's a tie and we get stuck here. But yeah. if I abstain, we just get to move along. Yeah. <laughs> we just get to keep the game going. And if that guy gets booted from the room, then, hey, there's one less player that I have to beat. <laughs> no, big truth. <laughs> yeah, that's a wild story for that's sure. That's, that's crazy. That's a fucking good one, man. <laughs> yep. Love that. These have been bangers so far. Do you have a third good one lined up for us? I have a third one. We'll find out if it's good. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So this next post comes to us from one of our patrons again, and this one comes to us from our buddy, President Ketchup. What's up, dude? Thank you. Uh Uh-oh. 
a good name. And this post is titled One Big No Good Salty Day. And it goes, this is President Ketchup, longtime listener, first time caller. I have salted. This has two different games, but both end in me foaming at the mouth with salt. Mm. I didn't have much time, only about an hour or so. So I went to my local game store to play with a couple of buddies, two people I knew and one random person. I was playing Cathril Aspect Warper, and I was playing against the food precon, Kamal, Fist of Krosa, and Daxos, an enchantment deck. It was all going well. Everyone had cast a few things, trying to build to a win with little or no interaction. I had swung at the Kamal player a few times. I had given him four poison counters, so he might have been a little upset already. The Daxos player had done nothing the entire game, and the Kamal player said, enough is enough, and swung at me for 32 damage, <laughs> reducing me to six. Oof. I was already pretty salty because that's a lot of damage in one turn. I play Cathril, give a couple creatures lifelink, and then he gets targeted by Swords to Plowshares. At this point, I'm very confused why everyone sees me as the threat because I have Toski, Kurnos, one other do-nothing creature, and a dead bridge chant, yet it seems I'm the target. The next turn, Kamal plays an Ulamog, and I immediately say, well, I bet Swords would have been good for that. Oh. <laughs> A bit snarky, but salt levels were rising. After the Ulamog resolves, my mind is like, all right, I might have a way to get rid of the Ulamog in my graveyard or dry it. We'll just have to see. The first thing the Daxos player does is exile my graveyard. <laughs> I, I am salty. Why on God's green earth would you target me? Looking back, it probably was the best option. But in my mind, when someone is presenting an arch enemy, you don't fuck up your teammates who all have the same goal. Mm. Over two more turns, I kill the Kamal player and graciously scoop and leave. Later that night, I hop on Spell Table with some of the others from the Discord, shout out to the Howling Saltmine Patreon Discord, wanting to test out my Cathrol deck. I am playing against Mishra, the Eminent One, Bright Palm, Soul Awakener, and another deck that I cannot remember. Get fucked, fourth player. Get fucked, fourth player. He <laughs> did not matter in this game. Well, about 10 minutes in, the Mishra player plays a Nihil Spellbomb, and Bright Palm player plays Micaeus, the Lunark, and a Flame Shadow Conjuring. I had swung a few times with the Vampire Nighthawk, and on turn 5, I cast Windgrace's Judgment, removing a Sunbreak Regent, the Nihil Spellbomb, and some other thing. The other players don't really matter. Again, get fucked. On Bright Palm's turn, he goes infinite with Micaeus and two other Enduring Scale Lords, one created from the Flame Shadow Conjuring, and swings one at me, ending me in turn five. The Mishra player then removes the other one in Bright Palm's end step. At this point, I've passed my salt limit for the day and I mute myself and watch the rest of the game play out for what feels like another two hours. So in closing, don't go infinite and properly threat assess stuff, please and thank you, President Ketchup. Oof. Two salty games in a row, man. That's brutal. Yeah. That's rough. Those were a lot of cards you read. Sometimes I'd ask to like explain those combos, but I don't think they're really relevant here. Basically, yeah. two separate games, someone going infinite, presenting it a little bit ahead, and Ketchup still eating some of the hate while there's kind of an about-to-be-infinite player uh, yeah. demonstrated on the board. It's rough. And then a game with an Ulamog coming out and then being like, all right, well, I'll still target you. And it's like, dude, there's a fucking Ulamog on the table. Like, Can we... <laughs> Can we band together just a tiny bit? Like, do you really need to? <laughs> Maybe not. Like, <laughs> I can't believe. Was it Doctor Ketchup? What was it? 
President Ketchup. <laughs> President, President Ketchup. Ketchup. But, Sorry, excuse but I me. Think, I think he has a PhD. Yeah, I, I think, think Doctor President Ketchup definitely is a wild person for staying in that spell table room after getting killed. It's a different lobby, right? Or am, oh, you, oh, oh! Didn't I'm they sorry. say they yeah, got they yeah, got yeah. killed? They hung, they, out. they hung out and watched. Yeah, they they muted it and watched the yeah. game for two hours. Right. That's yeah, wild. I would have been so. like, "Sorry, I'm gonna go play Call of Duty. I'm fucking out of here." <laughs> 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 yeah, dude. At, at that point, that's what I'm like. Oh, I'm I'm a little tired. I'm gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Like, See you guys, I, like, I hang around for a couple turns and then then you bounce. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think a good two to three turn rule is generous, you know, yeah. like after that point, you really got no obligation to keep hanging out. If it's your buddies and you're all yucking it up and talking about yeah. other shit, like that's a different story. For like sure. It could be like your friends and it's like you're hanging out in there like, OK, yeah, you just, I know on a stream, you know, you're not just gonna be like, all right, later. <laughs> yeah. nerds. But when you're <laughs> muted, when you're muted, you know, you're not doing that. That's you're just know, absorbing man. the the ambiance so, there. There's a couple things in this post that I really love. The first one. Well, I guess the second one, the first one I'll mention is being so salty that you have to mute yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what yeah. a what a gift of the COVID times and and all the prevalence of playing over webcam the ability to mute yourself because because when you're that salty in person everyone can fucking tell you are quiet <laughs> yeah quiet and you're sulking and you have like yep. no emotion on your face and it's like oh Sam looks like he's gonna cry like Sam's let's, tight gotta, right now yeah yep. exactly yeah yep. like but no webcam you can just mute and sit back and be like I'm fucking so mad I'm like <laughs> fuming dude but no one will know you can yell at the TV. You can yeah. straight up when people make plays, like you could talk back to everybody and say all the things, all the fucking, yeah. what do they call yeah. them? The fucking thoughts, the intrusive thoughts. You could just, you could <laughs> just, just let, let those intrusive free, thoughts dude. just rip. Let them all You're go. You're a fucking yep. idiot. That's why you tapped your shit the wrong way. What it like just fully. <laughs> yeah. I mean, your mother. Uh, I, just, I, I just feel like I've been there so many times where I just got to mute and like sit back. And like look at videos on my phone and be like, I'm fucking done, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> try some nice, like conscious breathing. Like, yeah. Okay. I need some That's, like uh... kitty cat videos and some one piece memes to like really chill right wow. now. Bring yep. myself back to center. The one piece is real. <laughs> the other piece of this that I really love is, and I feel like this is something that every EDH player can vibe with. We've all been in that situation where there is an arch enemy at the table. And it's like known, like it's obvious this person's running away with the game. Like whether you say it or not, there's this vibe that like, okay, Avengers, we got to team up. Uh, fucking yeah. Thanos has taken over. <laughs> when, when when that shit happens and like, you know, Captain America just throws a shield right in your fucking face. <laughs> Dude, like, I am not the threat here. What are you doing? Why he's would you do this to me? He's got the whole gauntlet over there. Yeah. Like, why are you hitting me? Exactly. He's got the gauntlet with the five little fangs in it, man. I got nothing. <laughs> I'm fucking Ant-Man right now. Like, give me a break, dude. <laughs> it's like when Star-Lord came up and fucked up the whole thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. He exactly. just comes through and he's like, you know what? Actually, exile your graveyard. Yeah. <laughs> <Stupid>. <laughs> like we had almost won. We had almost won, dude. That oh. one that one is made extra terrible because Ketchup mentioned that he had the Deadbridge chant out, mm-hmm. uh, which pulls things out of the graveyard so like he had yeah. a reanimation thing in the yard that maybe finds an answer for that stuff i mean that's probably why dude blew it up he's like oh you can get stuff out of your yard fuck you probably. with your value resource it's a random thing deadbridge chant 
six mana brings a random permanent back. Oh, really? That's kind of kind of whack. Yeah, random card creature goes into play. Otherwise, it goes to hand. It's a tall order. Once per turn, this thing procs. And people hate this card. I put it in the Marin Precon, and every time I've played it, people are like, fucking explode that shit instantly. Yeah. And it's like, <laughs> it like, looks so threatening. <laughs> yep. It's not that fucking serious, bro. Well, it, but it's a mythic rare, so it's got that little <laughs> red symbol. And when I see that red symbol, I see red, and I fucking it's, take it out. You know yep. what else? Six mana. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Four and Golgari. It's not great, but it's interesting. Like, maybe this was a moment where you could have been like, no, no, no. Uh, Before you target me, I have potentially removal in my yard that I could get back with this. I could deal with the Ulamog. Like, that could be one of those moments where you do unite the team and you're like, you're like, let me shine a light on it. We need to team up. And this is my way yeah. to, to to build into that. You know, you don't want to have to be like Captain America. Please don't throw your shield at me. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you, you don't want to have to say that you, you're assuming it. You're operating under these assumptions. I'm so bad at advocating for my own board state and stuff during plays, especially when I'm live. Like, I'll just be like, OK, yeah, you blow it up. No doubt. And like later on, Hell like, yeah, dude, I agree. I'm like, fuck, I should have been like, hey, how about maybe you don't do that and blow up literally anything else because mm-hmm. it will deal with X. You know, it's I'm really bad at taking that time to self to advocate pr- truly. Yeah, and it, yeah. And it's cost me many, many games. Not that I'm like, I need to win all the games or whatever. Yeah. But like, I'll look back <laughs> on it and be like, fuck, I should have like said something, you know? Yeah. The other part of that is like holding back stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And be yep. like, let me not just fuck this person's whole game up right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with a response, you know? And then yep. you're like, fuck, well, then now my whole game is fucked up. I feel like those moments are so easy to see in hindsight. Oh, but like man. when you're mm-hmm. in it, you no. you don't realize like, ah, man, I could have just like advocated for my shit like a tiny bit more. Or I could have asked other players what they think about this move or, you know, like just politic the tiniest little bit. Because yep. that's always available to you, but I, I'm the same way. Like often, I'll just I'll just accept it, and then I'm like, "Oh, that was stupid." In hindsight, the rest of the pod too, the one in your imagination is like, "Yeah, obviously we're not going to target your thing. We're going to blow up everything else on the board instead." Yeah, the whole yeah. Rest of, like hindsight pod is also totally on your side. Yeah, <laughs> hindsight pod wants the best for you. <laughs> hindsight pod, I love hindsight pod. <laughs> yeah, such hindsight a, pod is one of my guys. favorite. Those, pods. I, I love playing with them. What a good group of friends, man. Yeah. Hindsight pod is so great. <laughs> it is also one of those things where like graveyard exile is just so much more of like a narrow thing too it's like that might be completely irrelevant pointed at the ulamog player so it's like yeah is it worth it to hold that back like it if it's your only land and it's a bajukabog are you not gonna play it like yeah no, dude. you're gonna hit the right target so yeah, like exactly it could be something That's like so that true. but it, it still doesn't feel good to be on the receiving end of it graveyard exiling is one of those things that i feel like especially with bajukabog like you play it and you gotta pick someone and there's yep. there's no reason for you to not pick the person with the juiciest yard because that's like the value that you get from like it comes in tapped you have to get some kind of value off yeah gotta pop somebody with it (laughs) i had a game on a big channel i went out and as a guest streamer and i I was playing sivris and sivris works on putting things in the graveyard and taking them out and turn two one of the players was just like rest in peace Fuck yourself. And I spent was on playing this game for two hours with just a whole ass deck that didn't work. 
<laughs> that is so <laughs> brutal, man. I left. I was like, nah, and they were like, yeah, you had a kind of a nothing game. I was like, yeah, no shit. Rest in peace. The whole game. I was like, fucking rest in peace. Somebody blow it up. And everybody was like, no, dummy. <laughs> no way. I love rest in peace. <laughs> what are you stupid? You're not going to play this game. Uh, yeah, I, I so that was had a, that. <laughs> like when there is a specific thing that turns off your whole deck that turns off like and it's an incidental thing, you know, any it's a staple. It could be anything. And it yeah. absolutely shuts down your whole shit. Like that is a legitimate reason to be salty. Right. Oh, yeah. hell yeah, dude. Like the recent conversations we've seen about uh, Collector Roof, like the Collector oh, yeah. Roof conundrum or. There's there's another one. But I'm, Alan, Collector Roof dies to Doomblade. So it does die actually, to Doomblade. It's actually so, okay. Whack. It's fine. It's it dies to one extra draw against Bowmasters too. So it's yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think those complaints are valid. Like if if a single card is fucking you over, like hell yeah, you don't want to play against that. But yep. at the same time, like I don't think Rest in Peace and Oof shouldn't be played. Yep. But if you go up against it and it turns off your deck. Be valid in your saltiness. You can, the whole time you get a card that says once per turn, you can be like, hey, that card's fucking bullshit over there. I don't like that. And it's <laughs> ruining my game experience. And if someone's like, you're complaining a lot, you can be like, yeah, I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's the dif- the difference between like, is it just a bad beat? Is it something that keeps happening? I think <laughs> Dr. President Ketchup is totally valid to be like tight about that, that day going like that, making the effort to like, okay, let me leave the store. Let me go get in a game at home and like on my yep. own fucking turf. And it's still dog dick is like, that's, <laughs> that's, a that's, yeah. be, that's, that's, oof. that's, I'd be bummed. It's <laughs> a big oof. Well, what do we think the, uh, the salt rating is on that one? It's not super high for me. I feel like this is pretty run-of-the-mill salt. But the thing is, if you have two run-of-the-mill salt games back-to-back, you're you're going to feel pretty shitty. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. I empathize with people who have bad days. A bad day sucks. At the end of the yeah. day, you're like, fuck, nah, nah, and you just try to fight. And I'm like, I'm going to play Magic. That's going to make me feel better. Guess what? It's fucking worse now. Yeah. <laughs> and like, sometimes you have that salty game, and then you follow it up with another game, and you're like, that game is fucking great. Yep. I'm born again in mm-hmm. my sugar for this a game. Complete you know? palate cleanser. Yeah, yep. exactly. It's a palate cleanser, but yeah, sometimes <laughs> it's not though. <laughs> this whole time I keep I keep thinking of instances where I've been like salty, like my fucking EDH bad beat stories. And I keep thinking of them as we're going through this. What, so what was I, the one you just got oh, struck by? Yeah. It was fucking so I when I rebuilt Itali. <laughs> and so this is like a general concept where I get salty is specifically with Itali. So I built it. I rebuilt it. I was really happy with it. I go out. I go to my local game store. Gaia's Cradle. This place. G-A-Y-A apostrophe S. Gaia's Cradle. This place is rad. Yeah. Providence, baby. And so I go out there and I play Itali. I get him out like turn two or three with haste. Like it's fucking hot. You know, we're, we're riding. <laughs> Cruising. Dude next to me. I get a tolly out. I swing fucking three lands into some garbage. Like it was just like, the, <laughs> it might've been four lands. Like it was the turbo whiff with a tolly dude next to me immediately clones a tolly haste fucking swings flips removal off somebody else's deck. It blows up my tolly. And then oh. he gets to play the game with a tolly instead. That Oof. shit kills me when I'm running a tolly specifically and somebody else either takes it or clones it and I don't have one, it's like this is the thing I wanted to do. Yeah. Like this is that was 
that was my plan. And now you are doing it. And it makes me berserk. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and that was the first I rebuilt it after years of not being able to play it because it's like not a good webcam deck. And I came out and was like, let's go. And for a very first game was like, what are you fucking stupid? <laughs> Dude, we were talking about that on a recent episode. Like there's this thing with playing a deck for the first time. And we find that often it is a coin flip. Like, like you're so stoked for your new deck. You're like, I can't wait to play this deck. And you either crush the table and absolutely do everything you wanted to do. And it's amazing. Or you have the most like, you know, tiny little fart of the game and nothing happens and you just like squeak it out and you're like, well, this deck sucks. And everyone's like, you built that deck. And you're like, I swear it's supposed to do something more. And it's just like absolute dog shit. And you just feel yeah. bad like, <laughs> before you've really calibrated it. Yeah, yep. <laughs> it's tough calibrating something and knowing like, how's it going to play? What pod do I play it into? Whatever. Mm-hmm. Before you oh, get yeah. like three four games under your belt with it yeah i ran into that with the simic gandalf i played a couple really banger games and then i played like four really bad ones in a row and i was like nope we're done <laughs> yeah and and sometimes those really good games are so misleading you're like oh man this deck is amazing you're like yeah. yep. i thought it was a seven it's an eight and it's then <laughs> you get and then you get steamrolled and you're like oh it's a five. Oh, it's, it's real bad bad, bad. <laughs> yeah it's no good <laughs> I think the the full day of salty stuff is uh yeah it's it's mid we're we're half you know bad day I resonate yeah. hard with a bad day for sure right. I feel that yeah your meals themselves weren't like the saltiest thing but you definitely exceeded your daily intake kind yep. of situation exactly yeah. Everything that was offered was like fucking onion rings and French fries all day, which is like, <laughs> yep. it's one of them. You could like be like, all right, now I'm going to go have a fucking smoothie instead or whatever. And <laughs> yep. you know what? You get home, fucking corn dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> corn. And potato chips. You're, yeah. in there. No, you're, you're, you're regretting that shit next day. Yeah, for heartburn. Sure. Heartburn for yeah. sure. <laughs> well, Mike, I think it might be that time of the week. It's definitely feeling like the time of the week that comes every week. It's the time of the week that comes every week. It's the time of the week where we say, Mike, 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 Mike. <laughs> you can't. You I got to say, because Tony's not fucking here. Awful. <laughs> What's the salty card of the week? The salty card of the week this week. You've got an undetermined loop. So should I stay or should I scoop? If you say that you can win, then we can shuffle up again. So please resolve your big combo. Or should I stay or should I go? And that was Should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash requested by accidental TPK. That's right, folks. We have salty song requests now. Game changing. Check the fucking Patreon, baby. Check it. Wow. Well, thank you, Sam. <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. I can't wait for you to edit the guitar riff in as well. Yeah, it'll find its home in there. It'll find its home in there for sure. It's gonna be great. Um, well, thank you, Sam. The uh the salty card of the week is nowhere near as pleasant as that because the salty card of the week this week is tectonic break. Fuck is this card? I've never even oh, heard yeah. of this. Oh, yeah. You're going to love it. Hit um, me with this. So it is X and two red for a sorcery. Each player sacrifices X lands. 
So, uh, Alan, how would this card make you feel? That would suck. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. Only the foolish and the rich build their houses where the land is thin and the ocean is near. Rebecca mm-hmm. Gway art. So that's hot. Ooh, uh, hell yeah. It's got that going for it. That would each player sacrifices X lands. That would mm-hmm. suck. I, no one's happy with that. Fuck, no. fuck that card. Mm. <laughs> I mean, there's the balance, right? Mass land destruction, MLD, the old MLD. <laughs> no, yeah. I can't think of MLD without thinking about fucking uh, Liliana L. And she posted like a selfie and it said, Mommy Long Dick is back in town. <laughs> and <laughs> I made a meme of like that and then Armageddon and was like, <laughs> like you versus the MLD they warn you about or something like that. I don't remember what it was. But uh, that's so good. So I can't so hear your MLD without thinking about mommy long day for sure. <laughs> but, but it sucks. It's the balance is always if somebody does this and then wraps the game up, easy claps done. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. But this doesn't have a fucking board wipe attached to it. This is just blow up the lands and we're going to still play. No one's mm-hmm. fucking who's running that card. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you better be able to, you better be winning right now. Your follow up to that better be in red. You better have a fucking <laughs> an underworld breach on the field, like a breach yeah, ready to go. <laughs> right. Cause I, what else is winning in red with that? You better have infinite combats on the fucking stack or some <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> Sam, how would this make you feel? Yeah, I mean, Alan said it very well. Massland destruction sucks. Uh, <laughs> and and the game better end pretty quickly after that. I will say, and this is a trend where we talk about these salty cards, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this yep. one specifically, the fact that each player sacrifices X lands, to me, I'm like, okay, so you're playing like a gruel deck. I'm fucking land falling like crazy. I'm yeah, ramping dude. like crazy. I have twice the number of lands as everybody else. Yep. I blow up the minimum number of lands to wipe everyone else, and I still have six land. Yeah. Now you're kind of breaking parity on it. I think I would still be mad if all of my lands got blown up, but I am like tinkering a little bit. So, I yep. mean, you know, definitely a salty card. Please don't play it against me. But yeah, I, I think it's got some applications out there that might not be too bad. What do you think about this one, Mike? Yeah, so I think that the the lack of symmetry, I mean, it is symmetrical, but the way easier break of parity compared to like Armageddon or something does mean that it seems like it's more often going to lead to the less salty condition that Alan pointed out, which is the game wrapping up soon. Yeah, like I think it's easier to take this and wrap the game up or see how a deck might run this and wrap the game up than Armageddon. But man, it is brutal because it really is like, pretty much always that case where someone can get ahead on lands and dump it. And it's so weird too, because you're probably not having a bunch of leftover mana to do additional stuff with. Cause each one you're tapping and then sacrificing to the X essentially. Yeah. Like if you're using only lands to produce the mana for this, it's tap two mountains, sack any number of, of lands. Yeah. Right. And everyone else sacks that many lands too. It's, it's pretty brutal. I think it's got some interesting shit with like mana doublers and stuff like that, where you could float a bunch of mana. I don't know. I think there's some like applications. Also, if you sack people down to like one or two lands and it's on turn like eight, that's <laughs> almost as bad as getting your, all of your yeah, lands. Yeah. That's pretty You know brutal. what I mean? So you could be a yep. little selective with it, but 
Yeah, I mean, it still seems like it sucks. There's also the have like Vidalcanorri out and then cast Escape Shift and then play this with all your floating mana. <laughs> yeah. But that's just for the real sickos out here. <laughs> I think uh, the the clear applications are something that's doing like World Shaper shenanigans, right? So like yeah. stack all your lands and then they all come back and one of them's a Field of the Dead or one of them's yeah. a Palakid, the one the Molten Pinnacle, I think. The one that blows everybody up when mountains come into play, right? right? Yeah, like, yeah, Other applications are Corvold. Uh, this yep. thing would fucking rip ass oh, in Corvold. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Corvold oh. slapping, and then the other one, OG super throwback, is Omnath. Gruel Omnath. Yep. Angry Omnath really loves this. That makes elementals when lands get blown up or when they ETB. Which is ETB. It? ETB. ETB yeah. But it often runs like the Titania, the which does one, right? make yeah, them yeah. when they, they leave. And yep. you're doing, you're bringing stuff in and out. You're doing it. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I think you could make an interesting brew with this, but I don't know if I would ever cast it for like a really high amount. I think it's more interesting to make everybody sack like two lands and have it be like a tempo hit than fully wipe the board and really get the salt going. Ugh. Especially if you get like a land ramp engine on the board. Yeah, like that's your time to cast this, knock everybody down a couple lands, and then you pull ahead by like five lands, and you're fucking yeah. off to the races. Or if you've got that sweet new Fallout Crucible of Worlds. Ooh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> <laughs> uh, good shit. All right, so now we get to do part two of the salty card, which Ooh. is the game is where in the top 100 do you think it lands with number one being the saltiest for reference i'll give you what the saltiest card was it was stasis winter orb was going to be my guess for what number one was yeah yeah so sam what do you think so out of the top 100 let's see this is like land destruction but it's not crazy land destruction Uh, i'm gonna say we're looking at a 39 mike I think this is 39 out of the top 100. I think this is in the 70s. We're deep on this one. 70s. We're like in the 70s somewhere. Yeah, hit us with a, a concrete guess there. 73. 73. Sam does take this one. It is uh, It is 44. Oh, but, shit. But it is episode 73 so alan did get one of the numbers right wow <laughs> I just, wow <laughs> must have been in there just that's uh subconscious for sure yeah. oh, all right man. well that wraps it up for the uh salty card of the week well thanks mike that was a lovely salty card of the week and thank you a special thank you to our salt packet plus tier patrons which we're going to shout out after our Salty Card of the Week each week. And that is Rothbox, Snoringes, Bobo Fett, and Sam Power Gamer, which isn't me. Thanks, guys, for for patronizing us. Is that the right term? Doesn't yeah. feel like yep. the right term. But thanks yep. for patronizing us, guys. Thank you uh, for just, your patronage. Yeah, uh, there it is. Thank you for your patronage. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. Um, and Alan, dude, thanks for jumping on with us today, man. This is super fun having you in the salt mine with us. This was a blast. Absolute riot. I cannot believe I waited this long to do. You've been after you've been on my shit about coming out here and <laughs> I'm sad that I waited this long. <laughs> well, we'll have to have you back for more. That That's all that means, you know, easy claps. Yeah. So, Alan, where can folks find you if they want more of that sweet, sweet mental misplay content? If you want that hot mental misplay action, you can basically find me anywhere you can write 
the words mental misplay. You can go down to the beach and write it in the sand and I'll pop out of the waves and we can have a sweet fucking mental misplay beach party. Otherwise, uh, <laughs> I can't wait to test that out. Do it. That's do it. I need a beach great. party. I'm for stoked sure. for that party. You could write it out in the snow if it's cold near you and we'll have a snowball fight. I'm ready. So <laughs> pee it in the snow and I'll come out. Fuck pee pee gang, pee pee gang, pee pee gang. Uh, it's time for a big boy winter. <laughs> big boy winter. Let's go. Big boy winter. Hell yeah. <laughs> Anywhere you can write mental misplay. Uh, Twitch.tv slash mental underscore misplay. Tuesdays and Fridays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern and Wednesdays on 12 noon Eastern. Otherwise, YouTube, we put our edited CEDH videos and uh, even better, if you catch me at a live event, run up, say, hey, tell me where you saw me and all that fun shit. And uh, yeah. thank you guys so much for having me. This is absolutely a treat being out here. Dude, thanks for being here. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate it. And thanks to all the prospectors out there for tuning into another episode of the Howling Salt Mine. If you guys want more Howling Salt Mine, check out our Patreon. As you heard throughout this episode, we got some new Patreon tiers. We're giving shout outs now. It's like the thing to do. People just do that shit. And we were like, hey, why not us? You know, patreon.com slash Howling Salt Mine. We have an extra weekly show that you can check out our stray grains. We're putting up like one to two, sometimes three of those weekly. We have our monthly show, Extra Salt, where you can just get a little bit more of the Howling Salt Mine boys. It's more of a long form show every single month. Jump into our Discord. We're doing monthly game nights every single month in our discord with the patrons. Also, we got some pretty banger higher tiers where I will draw you custom tokens and custom cards and fucking wow. mail them to you. Yep. Also, if you got some fucking deep pockets, man, sponsor the whole dang mine and we will go to an actual salt mine and record an episode in the mine. Yep. <laughs> so check that shit get out. Get my hard hat on. Yeah, we'll fucking get all the safety gear on, man. If you have a salty story that you want featured on a future episode, email it to us at thehowlingsaltmine at gmail.com or submit it on our website, thehowlingsaltmine.com or howlingsaltmine.com. We're inconsistent with the use of the, so our website might as well be the same way. Or you can fucking just DM it to us on literally anything and we will get it into the queue eventually and uh, hear it sometime on our lovely show. If you want to support the podcast in a different way, check out our merchandise on Bonfire. We have some new shirt designs up there. We have the 1-800-ARE-YOU-FLAPPING really chill Zatalpa shirt that's up right now. And we also have Howling Wizard Salty Gang. We love casting spells, which is my favorite shirt that I think we've ever made. Yep, it is the best one. <laughs> we also sell custom Dragon Shield sleeves on our website that you can check out as well. And another thing you can do that's really helpful for the show is give us a five-star review in your favorite podcast app of choice. Uh, that really does help us stick out in the algorithm. And we are hearing from a bunch of our prospectors out there that folks are just organically finding us through those Spotify recommendations. So that really does go a long way to help boost our little show here. And lastly, we got to shout them out every episode. Our amazing podcast artist, J.D. Burnett, for gifting us our beautiful podcast art. If you're ever in Asheville, North Carolina, Hit him up and get a tattoo. He's an awesome dude. And this is when Tony would say, 10,000 subscribers are bust. And I'd say, thanks, Tony. Because yeah, that's when would. we're going to get matching tattoos of the Howling Salt Mine logo. Oh, awesome. <laughs> uh, thank you again for having me. And I, I'll have to come out next time and tell you guys the story of uh, Booger Bribery. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that What a teaser. Yeah, what a teaser. What a I'm teaser. fucking wow. waiting with bated breath, dude. That would be amazing. Uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on, Alan. It, it was a super good time having you in the mind today. Thank you. 
and stay salty, everybody. And as always, don't forget to draw an additional card during your draw step. It's the Howling You have like a desktop humidifier lying around or anything. That's what Something I'm like using that. currently. Oh, nice. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> really anything does the job. Um, you know, it may. We're gonna, we're gonna, get, we're, we're just gonna, we're gonna go ahead and just put it on top of a can of Monster Energy. Uh, that Dude, is, that is branding. perfect. That's branded. That is, yeah, that's on brand. Hashtag sponsored. Yeah, we're, that's we're, consistent branding. We're spon- <laughs> We're sponsoring now, baby. We're sp- <laughs> getting all sponsy. Somebody played this card and gave it to me, and I don't remember what it's called because I just wrote on the infinite token, I wrote P of P on it. And <laughs> every time I used it and let the other guy draw a card, I said PP gang. It's uh, pendant of pendant prosperity. prosperity. <laughs> yeah, I just found so, it too. Pendant of prosperity. PP gang. gang. So PP gang was uh, in full effect last night. It oh, uh, left quite an impression. And then I figured out that if I used a mirage mirror, and turned the mirage mirror into a copy of it Ooh. and activated it. Then I draw a card and can play a land, and then I can also draw a card oh. and play a land. Oh my god! <laughs> it is Every, that everybody was very mad. That's <laughs> gross. Wow. I love nice. that, with a little dude. copy artifact going on. Oh, it was Ooh, so man. stupid. Oh, man. That's fucking. That's <laughs> I a love funny that. brew. I want to <laughs> fuck so around silly. with that, dude. Yo, yeah, PP exactly. gang. I'm telling you, PP gang for sure. Big PP gang. Yeah, I love that shit. Gang, Loving that. <laughs> Hope to not be salty in a future episode, or I mean, in a future game. <laughs> what is everything an episode now, Sam? Yeah, my whole life is an episode. Everything. It's just a one episodic series. Having honestly. an episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's serialized my life, mm-hmm. one episode at a time. Uh, the credits have not rolled yet. Great. I think that shit is is super. Uh, um, what the fuck am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I love it. <laughs> So what do we think the overall rating? Yep. 